So they just showed a trailer for the finale and I had to close my eyes. Oh, I've already, I've already seen them. The preview. You have? And we'll say how they lay it out is interesting. I won't say oh. anything more than that. Okay, don't say anymore. more. All right, I'm going to grab my other drink. Hold on. Okay. Not all 5G networks are created equal. So how's uh, Northern California? Good, it's you want- good. You know, just relaxing, chilling. I had done... Well, actually, why don't we just start? Hey, hey, it's Killer Casting. It's me, Lisa. I'm here with my sexy beast, Brian. You know why we're here. We're here to watch the finale of Mr. In-Between. And I'm just chilling. I've had a day of doing sessions all day. I saw like 43 little girls, which was a barrel of laughs um, for a project I'm working on. But now I'm so, I'm all comfy. I'm in the dark. I'm sitting next to Brian virtually. He's on my Zoom. He's streaming it. I'm watching it on TV and we're out of sync. (laughs) We realize he's slightly behind me, but we're going to try to... um, Give our real-time reactions at the ad breaks. Brian, any last words before we uh, head into this thing? I'm kind of curious what direction the thing, because I've, I've seen the uh, seen the commercials for it. So uh-huh. I have an expectation a bit, but I know that they're going to defy expectations. So, right. so I'm looking forward to that. Typically, I don't watch the show this way with the commercials. I wait till it gets to Hulu. So I can just right. watch it straight. So this is going to be interesting to. Yeah. And I usually watch it on Hulu and I pause it literally every minute and I write down a, my notes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do that, obviously. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm feeling very melancholy. I'm sorry that Dean isn't here with us, but obviously he's in Australia. He won't be able to watch this till tomorrow. And then we'll get his hot takes and we'll paste this all together. And then we have a very special guest joining us. Should we say who it is? Yeah, I think we should. Go ahead. Uh, we're going to get the one and only Nash Edgerton, director of every episode. Every episode, yeah. That's nuts. And it's really it's him that, it, you know, without Nash seeing the original movie, The Magician, all those years ago. I was trying to rack my brain. Is there is there anything in television or movies that equals like what these two have done together as a collaboration. You know, obviously my affinity for Cassavetes or even Mammoth. Mm-hmm. It's like they had a repertory company. They use a lot of the same actors, Cassavetes with Peter Falk, Sales with David Strathairn and Mary McDonald, you know, um, yeah. Alfred Woodard. But nothing to this degree. And I'm trying to even think in like theater, playwrights and director combos. And nothing really kind of comes to mind in this way that that a creative project has this kind of one-two punch relationship. The two are so intertwined. I bet in theater, Bri, if we thought long enough, we could come oh, up with maybe. especially some of those old school, you I know, mean, the, maybe, Sam, uh, the Sam Shepherds Kazan, and the Lanford Wilson and Tennessee Williams, maybe. But yeah, well, yeah. Well, we can ask him about that and his thoughts on looking back now, all the struggle to get it where it is. What does he have to reflect upon? I haven't watched a show next to you in a really long time. The last show we watched together was The Leftovers. And you huffed your way out of the room and said you were never going to watch that crap again. And then I gave it another chance. Okay. And it blew me away. Season two was, yeah. Season two I stopped because you said that, so I didn't didn't watch it again. No, season two, I did give it a chance. For whatever reason, I don't even think I finished season one. Yeah. But I I start. I mean, um, but a lot of that had to do with... uh, I had a, a bunch of resentment towards Damon Lindelof about Lost. Yeah, you kept saying that. Was, 
he was yeah. taking us down the same fucking path. Yep. La, 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 la. But um, I got to tell you, like Justin Thoreau, just unbelievable that guy. He's, he's amazing, and he's so it's so it makes me so angry because he's a good writer. He's a good writer, and he's funny. He's funny. He, uh, I think. He, so, did you ever watch uh, At Home with Amy Sedaris on True TV? No, but I love you've got, her. If you've got HBO Max, uh-huh. all three seasons are on there, and he does a couple guest spots. I mean, I got to tell you, just inside baseball gang, so forgive me, but mm-hmm. the gets that she yeah. had on yeah. that show, Michael mm-hmm. Shannon was on that show, uh, Michael McKean. Yeah, Justin well, she's Thoreau. got a really interesting background because she was on um, Smartless, that wonderful podcast. You remember to listen to it, and she's like been around for a long time because oh, she yeah. wanted to be a serious actor. Have you watched Dave? No, is it good? I've heard nothing but good things about it. Really? Okay. FX doing their thing. Here we go. Okay, so my credits are wrapping up. Mine, I just got the TVMA, Language and Violence. Okay, so we're literally like 10 seconds behind, I think. Okay. I just got the Language and Violence. Okay, so we're not talking during the show, right? Right. We'll I may react. I might react. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do. I have no idea what I'm going to do. Well, just be <laughs> careful just because you're 10 seconds ahead, okay? Dad. Hmm? Why are you leaving? I talked about this. And I'm not leaving. I'm going to be like an hour and a half away. And I'm still going to see you all the time. Yeah, but you're still leaving. There you go. Sold the house. In typical Mr. In-Between fashion, it is the slow burn. Yeah, I mean, that was a really nice long moment of him being somber, pondering. He looked almost like a skeleton with his skin very wrinkly. and Yeah, like when he put his, yeah, I noticed yeah. that when he put his hand to his face, it stuck. Yeah. I went and looked at the timestamp because I use uh, YouTube TV. YouTube TV, if you're listening, feel free to sponsor uh, this great <laughs> podcast. I love your service very much. I think it's the best. Live sports is, well, you just can't beat it on YouTube TV. I think by the time he got outside smoking, it was like over two and a half minutes of silence. Yeah. Which is great. It's great. It's great. We do all the thinking and they don't have to indicate anything. So then Brittany's like, why? Oh, did you? I have to ask Dean what a pash is. I never heard that before. I guess that's slang for kiss, like sure for passion, maybe. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Oh, man. So what are you going to do with Brit? Has she been down here? Has she stayed? No internet. <sighs> Got to have the net. Yep. Got to have the net. There's a movie biz. Mate, it's going great guns. I, I might have to put someone on. Serious. <sighs> Tell you what, I'm earning my fucking money, though. Last week, this couple, they wanted to shoot an outdoor vid, yeah. you know, down by the beach. Yeah. So anyway, we get down there and there's all these people around. I'm thinking, this isn't right. We, we can't do it here. But that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to do it in public. Exhibitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I managed to coax them into doing it into a more palatable spot. Yeah. So anyway, they're getting into it. I'm filming away. 
Next minute, fucking... What? They wanted me to join in. <laughs> that was very cute. That was a great bit in the in the home, for sure. Yeah. And of course, um, Gaz, they want him to join in. <laughs> we knew that was coming. You just absolutely knew that was coming. Oh, so hey, what, this, what did you wait, make of that long look that he gave Britty after he says goodbye? I don't want to say anything only because, you know, I've seen the previews. Oh, God. Well, but I mean, but there's I mean, they don't give anything away. But I mean, yeah, why would you? OK, why would he sell his house? Why is he moving to this remote where this, is that? He, I mean, I'm not, uh, I, we have to ask Dean, but like, yeah. so where is he now? Outside town somewhere. And is he trying to go movies. off the grid? Oh yeah. Cause he's going off the grid. No internet. Yeah. But, so like, there's a reason. I mean, like clearly that he's, he's taking precautions. I mean, is he trying to run away and be like, take himself off the grid or. I think more will be revealed. Yes. Yes. Hey, let's also bookmark Freddie finding the biker too. I think that's a bigger deal. Like there's going to be a payoff. Yeah. Come on. Get out, mate. Right. Oh fuck. Don't worry about me. Got to keep the pressure on that, mate. Okay. That was like breathless. Yeah. So many things. So many things. Woof. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so here's so when Freddie set up like the biker, are we talking about I don't know who he was talking season about. Season two. Yeah. The biker got away, didn't he? Oh no. Yeah, I think they I can't remember. I don't know. Like remember. when the when they had the ambush. One of them got away, the one Yeah. So the question is, did Freddie set the, him up? It looks like he did. Yeah. And oh my god, that that whole exchange um, when they're when they're first getting pinned down, and he's just trying to save Dave. Woof! He's so intense when he's running around and just you know taking trying to take every shot he can. And then of course that death scene. Oh, but why why is Raphael there doing the dirty work? This is what I don't understand. That fuck. Why is he running around trying to be? Well, I mean the way I I mean the. Because of the slight, I the guess, slight being I, of, like wanting to be there when it goes down. I know, but you he know, just, his own hubris. Maybe, but he—I mean—he's just set up to be such a have other people do the dirty work for him, and well, not, not, not really. I mean, he travels with the drug run. If we're talking about Michael Corleone, then yeah, you'd go. Well, that's not like Michael Corleone at all. But this is Raphael who talks too loud on his fucking phone in public, and. I guess just the whole yacht and the caviar thing and having Ray try to send a message in prison. I guess, you know, I got the feeling that he's just this hands off guy, but whatever. So why are they after him, though? Maybe they'll reveal more. But I really do think that it's about that. A, he's a loose end from the killing of the old couple. 
yeah. and the slight of being called a fuckwit or whatever. Yeah, I just would think he, they would have dispatched him, you know, when, when Dean was saying, you know, they, they wouldn't oh, sure. leave the chuck. I mean, chat. like, at the end of the last episode, I thought getting the car that they provided, like, they would have planted drugs in there. That would have right. been the smart move, but again. But they I'm, let him go, and then there must be something about him leaving, or I don't know, maybe that'll be revealed. But that whole, oof, that whole sequence was motherfucking balls. No, I loved for it. sure. But I was but, very happy to see Raphael get his. And the guy coming out on fire. That was like, well, wow. Talk I'm trying about, to like, figure out how that piece. Okay. Never mind. Talk to you in a minute. Okay. Jesus Christ. You scared the fucking shit out of me. Mate, I'm sorry. I am, I had to do it. I'm, I'm sorry. I had, I had to do that. I had no choice. Now, if I didn't help set you up, he was going to kill me. Raphael and his guys, they, they, they were watching me. They were watching me at the, at the restaurant. They had a, a guy out, outside my house watching Michelle. She, he's upstairs. Like, I, I feel so bad, I, I haven't slept. You're unbelievable. You're like a, like a cat. Nine lives. Friend of mine wasn't so lucky. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Hey, hey if, there, if there'd been any other way. Could have tipped me off. Hey, look, I was just, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was terrified. But yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, yeah I should have... Uh, yeah, I should have I, I should have done that. I should I should have tried, but I I made a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Mm. Wasn't really a mistake though, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, mm. yeah it was, mate. Mm. I'm the one who made the mistake. What's worse? Ray's disappointed look <laughs> or Ray's smile? I feel like his Michelle is dead already in the bedroom. Like he killed her. Oh shit. We'll see. I mean, you got to love Damon and his little fucking tidy, tidy buoys. Yeah. <laughs> he's always in his underwear, but it's usually those like Versace boxers. Yeah. And again, yeah. I really love the two of those, him and the girlfriend together are great. Yeah. So yeah. funny. That's and it's a juxtaposition of like that moment with them immediately followed by this super intent, but very quiet scene between oh, these yeah. two. This is brilliant. This is masterfully done. You're just waiting to see what's he going to do. What's he going to, it's just, it's just so good. It's just ridiculous. You're just ridiculous, Scott Ryan. And Nash Edgerton. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of, you know, I have to say, it's really interesting. Like we do these little podcasts and we talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And I never like imagine people actually listening to it. I mean, I know people do, <laughs> right? No. But like Nash has listened to the show. I know. Scott it's has ridiculous. listened to the show. Yeah, it's I know. It's cool. They're out there. They're out yeah. there. And we're so glad you're listening, y'all. Yes, we are very glad. Even if there's one listener. You know, it's yeah. funny because with my other podcast, we've got a, you know, very... <laughs> A lot of downloads and millions and millions, and but you still forget that people are listening. Well, I mean, I think it's probably good to just forget that there's yeah. an audience or not be mindful of them because 
Yeah. Then you get too self-conscious. Yeah. And then you start centering yourself and it's just like, exactly. And it's like people who get your podcast, get it. If they get it, they get it. And they come back for more. And if you can't, you're never going to be able to please everybody. Yeah. Listener. I'm talking to you, listener. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am. It's so nice to be able to react in the moment with Brebro or at least 10 seconds. (laughs) Well, 10 seconds, you know, once we get into the commercial. Okay, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. As you know, I've been driver. Yeah, pretty good, man. As yours. Yeah, not bad. Mm. It was just down at the clubhouse. Yeah. You know, a few of the boys had a bit of a shindig. Hey, Jason. How long have you been driving cabs? Not too long. You enjoy it? Oh, it's not the worst job I've ever had. How about you? What do you do? Yeah. Bit of this, bit of that. Yeah. Wants to drop you here, boys. Just around the next bend. Oh, I'll get you in the corner, huh? Pretty spooky out here, I do. Dark as. Someone might die out here tonight. What do you reckon, Dill? Yeah. Maybe, eh? Run. Dude. (laughs) That was stressful, man. I've got to tell you, like, yeah, I was... Stressful. I was just electric. If you hadn't been on, I would have turned it off and walked out of the room. I know. This is an example of the Laverne and Shirley complex. I know, I know. You know what? You cheeky bastards. That was awesome. You know, and you're thinking the whole time, he knows what they're up to. from mm-hmm. Almost from the minute they get in the car. It's like, he knows that they're going to fuck with him. Yeah. And he knows that he could easily end them or you know and he's just kind of going along with it and you can just see his wheel he just is like bloody hell well there was a part of me too it's like is this an organized hit has he been specifically targeted from his previous life or from Raphael's crew you know what i mean yeah who knows but I, a bit of this a bit of that but yeah that the bit of this bit of that was like huh no i i kind of don't think so i think that they were just like hey we're going to go Random. yeah wholesome guy tonight and and uh so i did love the fact that he was a cab driver yeah i know so that's hearkening back to his real life um and this was uh you know what i did notice there was a score earlier 
<laughs> it was like a million years ago. But when Ray comes up behind the guy in the farmhouse, there mm, was yeah. like this almost like this shark. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and in the very beginning, I'm actually watching it right now because it's like on a loop on FX, but the very beginning had this very low, like viola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, for sure. Yeah. So there's a lot more score to this. And then even just the radio, you know, the, the practical radio that was playing. This has a Sopranos finale-like feel to it for me yeah, a little bit. Sure. Um, I, I love it. I love that they didn't try to come to conclusions there was not any big talk they just hit all the notes they needed to right he has a moment with his father where you know a bittersweet moment but it isn't there isn't a come to jesus monologue there's not a come to jesus moment with brit he's letting things flow away from him all of the moments that they set up really do defy expectation yeah right so he sells a house. It's almost like it's a cleaning house because it's a last gap. You know what I mean? That could be the setup, right? He recognizes he's coming to the end. So he's tidying up his affairs so he can go out and blaze of glory or whatever. That would be a very typical kind of American thing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. this show like tears that to bits. He's got the, uh, the cleaver in the house. He's up behind the guy. So we have this expectation, right? That he's going to just hack this guy to pieces yeah. instead. He comes out of the house completely ablaze. <laughs> Which and we have no idea how that happened, but somehow. <laughs> we have to assume that in the look, he saw something. Yeah. That was like, oh, this is a much better idea. Yeah. yeah. But again, the show, these moments represent the bigger picture of the show of just eschewing expectation and giving us something completely unexpected out of a really well-trod kind of genre. Yeah, I'm still sh- kind of shaken by the whole um, the whole shootout that Ray has with Rafi and those guys. Just the pure rage in his face yeah. as he knows that he's been fucked over and that his friend has been hit, and he's trying. He's just so desperate, desperate, desperate to get Dave to get to safety. And also, like you say, I mean, our expectation is to understand what happened to Freddie. We we don't get that resolution right yeah maybe he let him go and just shadowed away it seems like it and again here's a guy who has considerable gambling debts is this a function of that debt you know ray makes a very good point why didn't you come to me with everything that freddie knows about ray and his expertise why wouldn't he tip him off yeah and And ray says because you didn't want to and that's such an interest like why does he think that? Yeah, it's just very interesting. There aren't any easy answers. There isn't any easy uh, wrap up. And that's the way I like it. That's the way I like my shows. So, yeah. um, wow, this is a great last moment. I, you know, fucking Dean has been texting me this whole time, motherfucker. Wait your turn, buddy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's it, man. That is it, you cheeky mothers. I'm going to text Scott right now. And uh, thank him for the journey. You know, he definitely left it open, right? Yeah. You could yeah. have a, a feature or come back and see what happens to old Ray. Three seasons in a movie. That'd be awesome. Yeah. What did you, you said something um, when he was in the trailer in that last scene, you said that was a funny in joke. Oh, did you mean the yeah, the uniform? Oh, I didn't know what the uniform meant. It said it was a tax. I mean, I knew he was a taxi driver because oh, it said, I it was a Hennerfed taxi or something like oh, that. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. 
copy copy that bride bro okay well it's past my bedtime thank you listener hanging with us tonight um we'll be pasting this and um then our very special guest will be joining us on the morrow and we can um get to the bottom of the choices that were made so that's uh that's killer casting Killer Casting is a concept created and produced by Lisa Zambetti. Audio engineering by Dean Laffin. Logo art by April Laffin. Website and big fat opinions courtesy of me, Brian Allen Hill.